Exciting new technological breakthroughs are fueling a nuclear power renaissance around the world. But bad policies are hindering the U.S. from leading the way, thereby giving China and others a huge competitive advantage. Hello, I'm Steve Forbes, and this is What's Ahead, where you get the insights you need to better navigate these turbulent times. Demand for nuclear power is mushrooming. It's about time. The emotional hang-ups are receding, and more policymakers are finally facing the fact that generating nuclear power is safer than producing fossil fuels and renewables. It's also cleaner, no emissions of carbon dioxide. The radiation emissions from both the 1975 Three Mile Island and the Fukushima disasters were minimal, less than the exposure you'd get in a long-distance airplane flight. The Chernobyl debacle came from bad design and government cover-ups. Europe is quickly shedding its allergies to this source of energy. Britain, Sweden, France, and Hungary have all announced massive expansion plans. The recent United Nations Climate Summit saw countries vow to triple nuclear energy by 2050. Even some of the energy troglodytes in the Biden administration and in the state of California are waking up to the need for nuclear power. The Bidenites have finalized $1.3 billion in credits to keep open California's PG&E's Diablo Canyon nuclear power plant. What a change in attitude. Over a dozen nuclear reactors have been unnecessarily closed since 2012. Electrifying new approaches to producing nuclear power are underway. They're enabling the creation of smaller modular reactors, so-called SMRs, that are much easier to construct, saving considerable time while slashing costs. SMRs can supply power to compact specific areas, like a town, a campus, or a data center. They are to nuclear power what PCs are to computer mainframes. One process involves molten salt which can replace water in the cooling process. Molten salt also can be used to store energy. Back in the 1950s, the Air Force examined nuclear-powered aircraft using a molten salt-based technology so that bombers wouldn't have to be refueled. But the research ceased with the development of intercontinental ballistic missiles. But there is a cloud over these breakthroughs. Government regulation is stifling them, adding immense project-killing costs. The Nuclear Regulatory Commission, the NRC, imposes ludicrous and unnecessary rules. For example, its radiological exposure standards are 100 times stricter than Environmental Protection Agency rules for air pollution exposure. The NRC's process for approving new designs is mind-numbingly complex. It took one company six years to get the green light for an SMR design. One notable SMR project was canceled because of regulatory foot-dragging. Congress has mandated that the NRC update its rules to reflect the realities of today, not of decades ago. But typical of a hide-bound government bureaucracy, the NRC's changes have made things worse. In developing innovations, there's the concept of the so-called learning curve. As you do a project, you constantly come across better ways of doing things. But the NRC and other regulators have smothered the traditional learning process in building nuclear facilities. It has been calculated that if the normal learning curve had been allowed, the cost of nuclear power would be 10% of what it is today. 
The next president must wage all-out war on currently absurd regulations, not to mention the barriers currently plaguing all infrastructure projects. After all, China and other countries don't have these kind of regulatory obstacles. We must not lose out to other countries like China in developing new ways of producing nuclear power. I'm Steve Forbes. Thanks for listening. Do send in your comments and suggestions. I look forward to being with you soon again. Oh,